Coming up, John Riott and I talking a little bit about the transition from military law enforcement and federal careers, and we go right into his book, Your Range Card for Life, where it breaks down everything that you need on how to concentrate, move, prepare, and execute your life moving forward. All right, buddy. Let's uh, let's do the. Ch- I got to cheers this thing. Let's go from there. Cheers. Good to see you, John. How Good are you, buddy? You, I am well. Hold on. Look at this, John. I got different cameras from all different angles, and I uh, got camera all over there. We got this camera here. Every once Love in a while, it. John, don't mind. I'm just gonna pop this right here in your face. Okay. Remember, while, you only have while what, you're talking. You have what you're working with, and this is it. This is it. it. Gets no. no better than this. Now I hear you, buddy. Hey, I good do. to see you, man. Yes. I, I'm really excited about being here. Uh, okay. A couple of things that we're going to talk about, and um, one of them, and most importantly, everybody, as you can see in front of you, it is this, your range card for life. And um, I had a great opportunity of actually reading through it the first time, and I enjoyed it right away. I think there's some amazing uh, concepts here, John, that gets people through life as a whole. But this can almost right. work for absolutely anything. So we're going to talk about this. Absolutely. We're going to talk about that. I want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, the stuff that I always do and the stuff that you help people out with, okay. which is transitioning into the corporate world as well. Yep. You know, maybe get a little bit of your idea on what was good, what was bad, some of the things you had to work on, not work on, and all those other things. I think that's going to be important. Yeah, I, I think for anybody transitioning, not just from military. Yep. Not just from police, law enforcement, right? But from any uh, system with with discipline, structure, clear chain of commands, things like that, into what we always talk about is the civilian world. Yeah. And I think that's difficult for anyone. Almost, uh, you can even say like a teacher. Yeah. You know, who's who's in a very disciplined, very set up way, and then they're going to transition into something that's not as Discipline, maybe not as correct, not a clear chain of authority or chain of command yep. or change, thing like that. Wait, you're going to break all these things down? Yes. I, can, I will. I cannot wait. But uh, while you're listening out there, if you go ahead and uh, like, subscribe, share, do all these things that, that I love for you to do so we keep this thing alive, uh, it would be awesome. And you can always Google your range card for life. Your range card for life. Your range card for life. And Google that will that. get you where you need to be. And I remember the first time I Googled it and I saw the book and the cover and I clicked on it Yeah. and I looked down. I remember yeah. turning to my uh, wife and going, wow, yeah. it, it's me. That I did. You know, we, you, we finally you did got that. the book done. I got that. a book. You so did that. Do that and uh, test your researching skills. All right, so here we go. Let's right. do you want to do you want to start with the book first or you want to start with the transition first? We can do both. Um Let's go with transition because I think, I think that's what kind of brought the book about to a degree. Yeah, kind of interesting. Um here are a couple of things about the transition for me that I always bring up and I always I always get a kick out of asking people is that what you failed at. You know, let's get right into it for everybody How much that are time listening. Do you have? I know, and you know, we don't. Yeah, let's. We don't need that much, John. That okay. much, but just a couple of real simple concepts. Without, by the way, naming yeah. any companies you work for, no, we don't no. need any of that stuff. Right. But as you as you transition into the corporate side of things, coming from the military, right. and uh, please tell the folks a little bit about your background. But but tell me about 
some of the difficulties that you may have had or you still have on that okay, transition yeah, phase uh, that, you, that you hope people would think about before what, transitioning? One of the things that I, I'll give you a quick little background, born and raised in New York, so, you know, I love my Yankees. Um, bumbled and stumbled my way through life. Um, at age 19, I joined the military. I did 20 years. Um, I was airborne. I was ranger. I was a recondo instructor. I was a drill instructor. Um, I got to do a lot of different things. I was very blessed in my career. I got to run deep operation sales, operation sales. I was a part of a weapons inspection team. Got to travel all over Russia, other other places that used to be in the Soviet Union or the USSR at the time. Right. And uh, it's it was really cool. And in my background, especially um, being in reconnaissance, being a drill instructor, you're very direct with people. I mean, because right. you got to take the and mold them and say, I need you to do this. I need you to do it this way now. You know, you get the blade hand going. You do those kind of things. And my first job in the, as, as I got out, I retired in 2000. Um, so I've been out 22 years. And it is just, I've been out longer than I was in. And I still struggle times with... Because the units I was in, things had to be very clear. They had to be very precise. They had to be very pointed. They had to have those things where you said, two and two is four, go out and go do it. And in the civilian world, and I say that with love because I'm in it now, um, a lot of times you can't be that direct and precise with people. Um, Our society and a lot of different things, sometimes they're just not used to it. People are taken aback. like they, They misjudge your, hey, I need you to do this, this, and this. You're yelling at me. Why are you yelling at me? Why are you doing these things? Um, one company I was with, I was called into HR, and um, I walked in. I was okay. Why am I here? I, I don't understand. They said, well, you make these people nervous. I said, how do I make them nervous? Well, according to them, the way I walked, the way I would be focused walking down the hallway and things like that, and I didn't even know who they were talking about. So this was, what, hey, you got to start working on those edges. Got to start working on those Edges. edges. And, okay, okay. And then that uh, job went away. I, I, the whole division went away. I got hired by another company. Right. Um, and it was associated with a military contract. So I was kind of back in my element. Right. So you could, you could kind of do those things. And then um, I started working. Uh, that job uh, went away. I was offered another position. And this was working with civilians, true civilians. Right. And it was the same kind of thing. People coming up, John, you just got to just take that edge off. You got to take that edge off. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, so I have to change who I am? No, 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 no. We're not saying that. <laughs> and I finally learned you have to adapt to a new environment. Doesn't mean you change. Doesn't mean things go differently. You have to adapt. And how do you do that? And it started working on that book. Like, how do I do this? And as the book comes about, when uh, Shameless Plug... Your range car for life. Once again, yep. It's about setting a goal. And what I've learned over time, the goal is not the plan. You have to plan the plan. Right. The goal is I need to be better when interacting with uh, my coworkers, civilian pe- people who don't have my common background. They don't have that law enforcement background or they don't have that military background, that structured background. So the goal is how do I do that? Well, then I had to learn how to take steps and I learned I had to learn how to talk and how to think and how to rather than say it in military terms yep. t- 
take a minute or two to sit and say, how should I say this if I was talking to my mom, if I was talking to someone else? Yep. And then it slowly came about. And um, I'm not saying I got good at it or great at it. You got um, amazing at it. <laughs> <laughs> hold on a second. Every time you say that word, hold on. So part of it became um, helping other people. And I would say to them, you know, they they tell me about a goal, and I'd say, well, you need to do this or do this or do this. How do you know that? Right, right. You know, and I would say, well, you know, for my time in the military, and you would, you just, you, it becomes so second nature. Take a break, man, and move. You know? Whenever so you want. It, it becomes so second nature to do these kind of things. Yeah, take a break or whatever. And then people would say, you know, oh, how do you know these things? And Or that I want to go do this. And I'd say, okay, well, how do you do that? Yep. Well, do you need certifications? Right. Do you need education? Do you need experience in the re- in the job description? What are the required things you need? Right. Required versus desired uh, versus preferred. If it's required, you need a degree in welding to be a welder. I'm not an expert in it, but I would. You do welding? No, I do not oh, do welding, <laughs> which is why I don't have a degree yeah. in it. But if you need that to get that job, well, then it says to you, you need to go do that. Right. Then it becomes okay. How, well, how do you do that? Well, I've got to find a welding school. Right. And is it going to be in my hometown or is it going to, am I going to have to go there? Well, what does it cost? How am I going to pay for it? So you start breaking down the step, the task, the action, and then even the simple movement of, let me write this down. Interestingly enough, I mean, you're really breaking down your book in a transition aspect. By the way, it's one of the, the wonderful things about this book is I was reading myself. I can almost put this... This entire book, or what it presents to, to or what, what what it presented to me, into almost any aspect in my life, and right. you could easily fit into the transition piece, and, right? And those were things that I wanted it to do when I started writing it. And so here's how it came about. And I used to have people just tell you, "You need to write a book." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. You need to write a book. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. And one night I was in my, I was up in, uh, I was living in Rhode Island. I was at the local sports bar. Um, and there was this guy next to me. Oh, I'm trying to do this. Well, what, what, what are you trying to do? Well, I want to go. I want to be, uh, I forget what he wanted to be. And I said, well, what does it take to do that? How do you do that? Well, I got to do this. Okay. So I started drawing it out. Was that an a, underwater basket weaver he I wanted think, to be? I think he was, but he was afraid of water and couldn't swim. Well, okay. Okay. So got I it. started looking what is required here and desired. Yep. One is it non-fear of water. Right. Uh, so I said, well, think of a shower. Yeah. You, I said, you shower, you bathe. He goes, yeah, I do. I said, well, that's water. Yep. I said, so just think of the ocean as a very big tub. <laughs> right. I don't know if it worked. <laughs> so I drew. I start drawing it out with him on this bar napkin. Yeah. He looks at me, goes, how do you know this? I go, well, my military background. Yeah. You, you know, you do what you call pre-combat checks. You list things. What do I need to do? How do I need to do it? To what standard do I need to do it to to be successful or judge to be successful? Right. And under what conditions? And that's part of the chapter in the book called Task. What do I need to do? conditions under what resources and and environmental operations do I have to do it in and standard what do I have to do this thing to to a level that the people above me think I'm successful and the people around me and you have to you have to find that out right and it can't be open-ended like you know go find me a rock oh here comes the rock story this is the rock here comes the rock so So, everybody here we go listen up this is about the time (laughs) where education truly starts though it has started already but uh, all right, man. T- tell me, tell me about this specific rock <laughs> okay. that you're looking for. So, many years ago, I worked with some unbelievable in a land far, far, far and away. away. Yep. Yes, 
I worked for some uh, unbelievable professionals, the kind of folks that you meet once in your lifetime. And we were going over something, and one of the guys named Bob uh, said to me, he said, here's the problem, John. They tell people to go out and find a rock. And then you bring someone, they bring you a rock, and you go, well, that's not the rock I want. Oh, okay. And then they just go get me a rock. Right. Then they go out and they go find another rock, and they bring a different rock. That's not the rock I wanted. Yeah. He said, the problem is, if you want a rock... You already know what's in your mind as, right. as the leader, as a supervisor, anybody, as the husband, as the spouse, the, the dad to the kids. You know what you know what the rock looks like. Right. And what Bob told me was, tell them what do you, what do you want? I want it to be no more than eight pounds. I need it to be no more than four or, f- four or five inches long. I want it to be kind of oval and smooth. I want it to be straight aid with some different colors. That's what I want to be a rock. Now go get me the rock. Well, I just gave you the task. Get me a rock. The conditions, they're all outside, and it's nice and sunny outside and beautiful. Yep. And the standard is, here's what I need that rock to look like, or the criterion. Then when they come back, you look and you go, wow, now I have my rock. Now you have your rock. So these were things I had to learn to transition into this from the military to the civilian world, but also present those in a manner when I said to people, here's what I want, here's why I want it. Here's what goes on, and part of it is communication. Right. And to be that specific and then say, now, Carlos, go find me that rock. Yeah. You already know what you need to do. Yep. If there's, is there a time frame within it? Is there, give me all those things, and then you may be gone a day or two, and I come back and say, hey, you found that rock? Here it is. Yeah. You're happy because you fulfilled what I needed done. Right. I'm happy because I have my rock, and the world is all is well in the world. Yeah. So I was kind of explaining this out, and the guy goes, you need to write a book. Well, I probably had had uh, maybe one or two more IPAs than I normally would have. <laughs> so I go back to my apartment. Were they hazy IPAs? At the time, I don't think hazies were out. I don't think hazies were out. But a, a good IPA is a good IPA. So I go back to the apartment, and I decided to myself, I'm going to write a book. So I started, I'm glad you did. I'm st- so am I, because <laughs> I wouldn't be here without right. it. So I ended up just going in the zone, and I wrote for hours and hours and hours. Next morning, I wake up. I'm like, oh, oh, my God, I did do that. That was not a dream. So I would go back to it and polish it and work yep. it. And then, uh, truth be told, um, met you, knew you. We're talking about a bunch of things one day. And I forget I did something. And you said, you know, you need to write a book about that. And I turned to you. I went, I, I wrote did. a book. I did write a book. <laughs> And you're like, get out of here. I remember that. You know? And I'm like, no, no, I did. I said, I did it years ago as a goof, purge demons, whatever. And you said, well, can I at least look at it? So I said, sure. I found it. I sent it to you. And you, I remember you going, you really wrote this? I went, with all my crayons. Yes, I did. Yes, you did. And you said. All uh, colors. You, and you on used your, all on colors. Your for the corporate security translator. Yep. You said, would you mind if I at least ran this by my publisher? I think you got something here. So me thinking, okay, great, whatever, go ahead. Week goes by, and you called me up, and you said, uh, hey, Johnny, I got I to gotta talk to you about something. So I'm thinking, oh, man, what I do now? And all of a sudden, you said, my publisher loves this. Yeah. And I was like, really? It's like, okay. And they, step two, three, hey, four, five, how six. how to conquer. Good to see you. How to conquer. That's right. That's right. Uh, our friends at How to Conquer uh, took a chance, sat down with me, and said, we think this book has something for people yep. um, because it helps them plan. It helps them overlay military management techniques yep. you know, to help, help 
control the chaos. Yeah. Because, you know, I'll, I'll talk about, you know, my kids and other kids and people. They look at, oh, my God, I got to do all this. I have to do this. I have to do this. That's the goal. That's the goal. Well, we're going we're gonna to dive into a heck of a lot of this stuff. Okay. Uh, for sure. But, I, I, you know, you didn't answer the question. Okay. So something about softer around the edges and shaping yeah, your rod. The, but a question still, was. Still working on that. The question was, <laughs> uh, what is it? What is it the most difficult part about the transition that you, you might have learned from or you're still going through it? Still, something oh, to share I, I with got, the, the military folks out there. Yeah, I got. It's, it's, it's the same for me. It's still going through transition is to me, given my background, things are very crystal clear sometimes. Yeah. And trying to control what I would say frustration with people who can't seem to see it the way I do. Yeah. And that's not their fault. My my thing to work on is learning how to deconstruct it and explain it. How to translate. How to translate it, corporate security <laughs> translate. And that's exactly it. Yeah. How do you translate that? How do you make yeah. it... Where someone who doesn't know or doesn't understand, you know, what, what's what's long range surveillance? Yeah, you know, I, I do that. I do that with binoculars when I'm looking at birds or I'm looking at this or the moon or the stars. Well, that's not really long range surveillance. I'll tell you a funny story. After I graduated ranger school, I'm flying on a plane. My mom and dad's sister came down to visit. Right. So we're flying back to New York. I got a week ad administrative leave, and uh, my sister's all proud. And she turns to this one lady. She goes. My brother just graduated ranger school. Oh, yeah. And the lady looks, she goes, oh, what national park is he going to work at? <laughs> and, and and she didn't a, know. She thought I was a park ranger. I, well, there's a lot of them. They're, they're nationally. They're <laughs> they everywhere. So part of it is being able to translate and kind of tone down the intensity. Because yeah. Yeah. in a lot of the units, and even with cops, you're in a very intense moment. This must get done. Right. It's, it's got to get done. Whereas in the civilian world, yeah, it's got to get done, and we do have deadlines and things that move us, but it doesn't have to be done with with blinding force or blinding, you know, lights on or blinders on go. Right. So it's working on that, and it's it's a different environment. It's it's, it's, it's sometimes it's not as tense. Right. It's not so you can learn a, you can learn to relax around others. And you yeah. have to engage them and speak their, for lack of a better term, speak their language. Go native. Adapt. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure this directly, John, for somebody that just kind of grew up in a military world and, and I right. have to figure out. I mean, I have those issues going from corporation to corporation. I've worked that. Like, yeah. I, I got to speak their language, their lingo. What's, you know, what's, how do they like to receive things? Even as simple as, and I, and I wrote uh, in my book. Even corporate a simple translator? As, that book. Yeah, Good book. Yeah, yeah. So you want to get into corporate security. It's my shameless plug. Shameless plug. By the way, the book is actually upstairs. I should have had it here with me. But it was you either, you know, like the first three, six, nine months just coming into a company yep. and just trying to just relax and breathe and take that entire time just to understand how they walk, how they talk, exactly. how they move. I, I, it's very hard for me to do that. So I can just imagine from what you're saying right now right. how tough that is for you yeah. to kind of sit around and, and – I'm not saying uh, – as by the way, everybody, it's not that you're not actioning things. It's not that you're right. – but you're just a, a deeper listener than for you to always want to go back into what you know and answer questions. Like right now you're just right. learning and taking it all in. 
it's mm-hmm. so hard for me to just take it all in. It, it, and it is that way because it's what I had to learn too is this is not my company. Mm. It's their company. And here's the other thing too. Um, a lot of times for retiring military, retiring law enforcement, I was very fortunate recently to be in Kansas City yep. with our friend Terry Owens. Terry Owens. Terry. Terry. And, and we uh, had a group. There was people transitioning from the military and law enforcement. A couple folks are a year or two out and they're going to transition. Yep. And one of the things was is you have to understand that it it's not them, it is you. Okay. Because you're leaving at the top of your game. When you retire from the military, you retire from oh. law enforcement, 25 oh, yeah. years, you're the guy. You're it. Or you're the gal. You're the, you're you're the, the one you're when the they, coolest when you kid in the class. And when you walk into the room, they go, oh, thank goodness, thank goodness Carlos is here. Thank goodness John's here. Thank goodness, you know, the, thank goodness they're here. Yeah. Now you're coming into something, you're not that. You still have all the skills. You have the experience, the institutional right. knowledge. You have that. But now you're the new person. Yeah. And in the other job, you proved yourself for 25 years. Yeah. You had nothing left to prove. Now you come in and you have to kind of, they know you got hired based upon your skills, your abilities, and all that. Right. But now you have to prove yourself, but you also have to learn how they operate. Mm. And sometimes that doesn't work out. Yeah. And it's not a good fit because- they can't adapt and accept to you. Conversely, it's very difficult for you to adapt and accept them. So I've always told people, when you interview, when you make that transition to corporate security, when you do those kind of things and the interview goes on, everybody says, well, research the company. Okay, research them. You know what they do? Ask them questions about their culture. Yes. Ask them, do you see me as a good fit here? And it's okay to say... This job may not be for me. And the other thing, too, is that I found out, and I think it happens to a lot of people. Yep. You're retiring from the military, police force, whatever. You will probably take the first job you're offered for several reasons. One, you don't really know your worth. And two, you got rent. And you got you got bills. <laughs> and you have things you have to take care of. And you realize that. And so you may take that job, and you may hate it. But here's the other thing with the military and police. We don't know quit, right? Yep. We don't. We. I'll work harder. I'll do better. I'll. I'll come in earlier. I'll stay later. I'll. I'll do these different things, and sometimes it's just not the job for you, and that's okay because when you found the thing you loved, I found the military at age nineteen. I loved yep. it, and when I was getting out, they had some called a re, uh, Army Career and Alumni Program, and the guy looked at me and said, "You know, Riot, you're doing it all right. You're doing right." He said, "But you're gonna have a lot of problems." I said, "What do you mean?" I'm doing it all right. I'm, I'm attending the classes. How am I going to have problems? Yeah, how could I? Th- this is John You Green. are special. Yeah, I am in, and unique. Yes. And he said, remember all your friends when you were in the military and they were jumping jobs for about four or five yeah. years until they found their niche? I was yep. like, yeah. And he said, you're going to do that. Uh, I was like, no, I'm John Riad. I'm special and unique. Yeah. You know what? He was right. Yeah. He was 100% right. Yeah. He said, because you have to find your niche. And fortunately, through several different, again, bumblings and stumblings, I ended up in corporate security being a, a data center area manager. And I'm able to combine my background in physical security, force protection, things like that. Well, and critical inf- and infrastructure. Critical I mean, infrastructure, it's... all those different things. Because I have that background. So this is my niche. This is my. This is where I belong. Yeah. But it's not easy for everybody. But there, but there was, there was like three things that you said, John, and 
and you're just you're covering so many things at, at one time. So, so listen up. Here, here's the one thing that I think you said that we have to understand. If you're, if you're, again, if you're transitioning from the military, law enforcement, yep. you know, a federal career, or something like that. Here, here's the thing. Nobody needs to transition to fit you into their culture. They already have their culture. They already have their culture. Yep. So it really it behooves you to be yeah. a good partner to their culture than the opposite. Right. Where you're like, right. well, they, they got to transition to understand me. And, and I think we're so used to that because, again. I think it's a rank thing. It, uh, from my point of view. I, I not not going to rank and position, right? Because and the higher used, you are, they have, to, they have to they have to do. You're used to people having okay. to work around you, yeah, and they work around you because they have to. Now you come in and it's like, well, wait a minute, hold on. No, you're the new person. You have to learn to work around them. You've got to learn to explore these new this new wonderful world of corporate security, and part of it going going back into that book and going into what your book is about too is. Okay, what's the goal? I, I've got to fit in. Okay, well, who are, who are you? What are, what is, and it's, it, I talk about that in the book, too. This is the thing in the office when you see your range card. What's in front of you? What's from one side of you, what we call the range fan, to the other? Who are your allies? Who are well, your it's friends? Funny you said that, what I, are your obstacles? I have, this, I, have this, I have this, the page right here. All right. And, uh, I'm, it, it's, it's, it, here, here's the... The range fan, everybody. Yep. There's a range so card. I got it. It's just sitting right here. So yep. But which we'll, we're gonna, man. I'm, I'm gonna break this down right after this. <laughs> but uh, but uh, before we do that, there's again this one thing the 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 part where people have to fit into you. That's not how it works in the corporate world. No. You have to fit in into the culture. The, and it, I'm glad you say it that way. The culture. Not the, the, cul- not the not, little group you're no, with. No, not the group. The larger it's, culture. How they move, the, how they walk, how they talk. How you they... know, a lot of organizations now are huge with, you know, diversity, inclusion. Oh, yeah. All those things. Equ- diversity, equity, inclusion. They're huge yeah. on, on big days. You know, oh, we're all going to do this and do this and do this. And a lot of times you didn't have to do those things before. You, you just didn't have to do it. But now, because your company does these things, I'm not saying go there to check the box. I'm not saying to do that because everybody knows you're there checking the box. But you go and you have to learn. Agreed. You go and you have to say, oh, I understand why we're doing When they have the online uh, classes or they have the, hey, we're going to talk about this today in the meeting. Open eyes, open ears, open I don't want to use the word open your heart, open your brain, Just open mind, yeah. open mind. Be the sponge, absorb yeah, the open why mind. Why are they, why are we celebrating this or why are we looking at this? And then search the person out afterwards and say, "Hey, I'm kind of new at this." And this this is the other thing that I found out: when you're at the top of the game, you don't have the answers all the time, but the people around you don't really know that sometimes. So going to the corporate world, I mean. Having some humility to say, yes. I don't understand. Yes. Let me go to the people who do understand and say, hey, I'm not trying to nitpick on you or I'm not trying to sharpshoot you or second guess you or quarterback you. Is he making you. sense? Am I, but to say, how does this work? I don't understand this. And, and if I can learn how this piece works, that goes. Okay, so that was my goal, learning how to be adaptable to their culture. Well, who do I have to talk to? 
What do I have to see? Yeah. What do I have to learn? And these are your action steps. And I'm not saying you wipe them all out in one week and like, oh, thank God. I am included now. I am good. I am good. A lot of these are constant, ongoing checking. And in the book, I always talk about you, sometimes you take a rest. You take a tactical or an operational pause. Am I meeting the things I need to be meeting? Am I doing these things well? If I am, great. Keep doing them. Yeah. If I'm not, yep. I need to go back to my plan. I need to go back to my range card. I need to go back to my steps and go, am I missing something? Yeah. And this is where the big thing in the corporate world is huge, and you know this. Who's your ally? Who's, the, who's your support mechanism? Yeah. Is it your spouse, your yeah. family? Yes, yeah. they always are. But who within the organization, because we've, we've all had mentors, right? We've all had that person, our sponsor, our mentor, the person looking out for us for whatever reason. And to say, I, I don't understand this. Can, you, can we have coffee in a conversation? I'm huge on coffee in a conversation. Yeah. Or, you know, a, be, a beverage, a beverage and, a, and a BS session. So yeah. to me, these, these are big, big things. And you have to humble yourself, not in the way of, you know, oh, 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 humble. No, you have to humble yourself and say, I'm going to go to somebody and ask for advice and guidance and mentorship. Yeah. I, what, you know, one of the biggest. By the way, this is a very good interview. Well, thank you. I, I, hey, cheers, buddy. Cheers. I, yeah, I'm, Twice. I am running out of this. Hold on. I do have an assistant here today. Which I, I better, he's behind the camera, everybody. You, you, you can't see him. But, uh, oh, there he is. There he is, everybody. So uh, he's been, uh, doing he's been a great nothing, job. He's been doing nothing but great. great. If you happen to come across another one of these while we, we what, what are you out there? Is it a Bud Light? What are, no, I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I put that on camera. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Is it a Coors Light? Is it a Coors Light, John? <laughs> John, are you drinking a Coors Light, John? No, John, John is it a Bush? Is it a bush light, John? Oh, it's You're old in Milwaukee. Kansas City now. Oh, old Kansas- Milwaukee. No, I uh, I like yeah. IPAs and hazy IPAs. Okay. So just, that's what I go with. Just just checking, man. You know, It gets me through the day. What's that? All old, right, so let's get. What's that old phrase? Here's to alcohol, the creator and cure of most life's problems. Yes. 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 But it's not uh, your range card for life. No, you don't want to put that your on your range, range card, card for, for life. Your range card for life is actually yeah. the, the probably will solve a lot of your problems. But um, so here, here are some honest. Probably I'm, I'm gonna give you like one or two more questions, and then we'll move on to the book okay. where we get in deeper. And I have okay. a feeling since we've been able to like intertwine your book with the transition, because it is not only just a, yeah. I think a range card for life. I think it's, it's a range card for almost everything. Uh, that's one of the things I, I wanted to everything, make it, that it. You can overlay it to anything. You want to do a barbecue? Yeah, I want to do a you barbecue. You want to do a party? Wanna do you want to bar- do anything? Else? Yeah, it's yeah. in there. Yeah, no, no. I, I and still, a lot of it is is planning, John, you know, reverse planning. At it and I was ready to use some kind of PVC and E kind of thing. You tell me more about. Okay, how do you how do you how do you say it? How do you peripheral, say it? Let me read it. <laughs> Sometimes I forget. Okay, peripheral vision Visual. competition evaluation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I can. So this no, came no, we're, about. We're not, no, we're not going to. We're going to go there. I'm okay, not saying that we're going that's there. A, that's a fun one. I kind of yeah, no, made we're that gonna, one. Yeah, up. we're going to go there. We're going to go there. But, okay. But uh, we got a couple more, couple more questions, uh, and then you know, and here's a couple things. I have a good friend of mine, Altaf Bora, that was quite honest about the reason why he he has to really think about his approach to corporate is that he came from, uh, he was a marine, is a marine intelligence guy. Okay, he was the kind of guy everybody, and you know this if you come from the military, like. 
I just get geeked out by this kind of stuff because I love the military. Like I have this, I love the military. When he, you know, when he's he's sent me pictures of him dressed up. By the way, he's a Muslim dude, straight out of Texas. Was born in Texas. Okay. Is a straight up Texas America all the way. And um, thank you, sir. Uh, America all the way, but you know, but he has because he is. He was an Intel Marine guy in the middle of right. stuff, doing weird things. Dressed up as the folks from that area that he was working, okay. Okay. you know, which I always say I'm not going to talk about the areas individually, but one of the things that he always says that he, his problem is that he can't find a mission, he can't find the camaraderie, yeah. he can't yeah. find the life and death situation where you are willing to die for me, yep. I'm willing to die for you. Right. That just doesn't exist in the corporate world. Not not to the degree and the intensity that it is in the military. But yeah, but if you did that 20, 25 years, this oh, is you where don't I just struggle. turn it off. This is what this I, I tell I people. I would struggle. You don't you don't turn it from my background, what the units I was in and the things I did. Yeah. And it was all of a sudden, okay, you're done, fine. Thank you for your service. Turn it off. Have a good day. Have a good day. And and you, Welcome to your next life. And you can't do that. It doesn't work that way. It's like telling someone, okay, here you are up to age 40, whoever you are, stop being that, now be this new person. But Yeah, exactly. And, and you get a different kind of camaraderie. In the units I was in and stuff like that, it was. The, the person to your left and the person to your right, they have your back. They have to have your back because... You're that person's left or right. Well, and you, yeah, you rely and you on each other for operational everything, purposes. Everything, everything. There's a purpose. And like on the police, you know, if you're going to go into a room, if you're oh, going to go I something, know, when I you back everybody a house, up. I know exactly. exactly. I know who's got the short gun, long gun, and the reasons for all of those who's, in the line. Are we going to split uh, well, the pie? I know are we going to do it? Yep. So you look at those things, and you're, you're taking the level of trust, camaraderie, and companionship and, and love of your fellow soldier. You're putting in saying, I'm handing you my life. And in the civilian world, they don't do that because, newsflash, they don't have to. They don't have to. But what they do is say, I'm relying on you to do your job, your part in this mission of this report or this project or whatever we're doing. I'm relying on that, and I need you to rely on me. Yeah. So it's a different level. It's it's truly different. As for the and in the military, the mission is clear. You finish, you go to the next one. Finish, go. And sometimes in the civilian world, it's not as clear. We finish this. There may be a pause till the next one comes up. Yeah. So so what do I do? It's like when I got like when I got laid off from my first job, first job out of military. In military, you don't get laid off. You either retire, you end your enlistment, or you get chaptered out. Medical or because you didn't do, do things very well. So I get I go to get laid off. They call me in the room. The guy was really nice. He sits me down. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm fine, you know. And uh, we're, the division's going away. Oh, okay, okay. I said, so what do I do? And he goes, you, you go home. You, you don't. You don't. You, 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 don't, you don't, don't do anything. It. You go home. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I get that. But so what am I doing? He goes, the division's going away. You're being laid off. Oh, okay, so what do I do? He goes, you go home. I'm like, but but I'm John. I'm special. I'm unique. I'm I'm this guy. And he's like, understood. Here's your severance. I'm like, yeah. So what do I do? I keep I come in every day. And he's like, no. 
Yeah. So that is a transition. Every day as a police officer, every day in the military, things like that, you wake up, you have something you have to do. There is a mission. There is something to be done every day. Yeah. Right? That supports an overall. Yeah. But in the civilian world, you you do your job in a different mannerism. You're supporting the company's mission. Whether it's overseeing people do widgets, uh, whether it's force protection, force security, which is, you know, we all know is boring until it's not, right? Yep. So th- that's really hard to tell someone like that. Stop being that guy okay. that you were that guy or that gal or that person for it's 20 plus easy. years. It's not. It's really, really not. It's not easy. That's that's a struggle for folks transitioning into, yeah. into the corporate world. Absolutely. All right. We're, I mean, we can probably do this for a very, very long time. Everybody was, has to go to the bathroom at, at some weird. point. Yeah. They have to. Even, even the support staff. <laughs> they have to. Um, so, we, John, I know that we can go on this forever, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. But we have, <laughs> I have a certain time, and I still want to get to your book deeply that we oh, haven't I, gotten to your book yet. We'll get there eventually. Yeah, we're going to get there eventually. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's a lot of things that I tell people. That if you're transitioning into the corporate world, there's just one or two things that you should really, really think about. Right. You know, if it's worth it, not worth it, or educationally, where you should think about education, where you shouldn't think about educationally. Absolutely. What you should focus on, not focus on. Like, I don't know exactly what angle you want to take on this answer, but for me, the, the question is, if there's one thing. Somebody comes to you right now and they said, look, man, I'm in a position to where I, I have no other choice, nowhere else to go. I just need one thing from you. What should I be doing? What should I be thinking about? Whatever the case may be, the transition to corporate security from this military world that you came from, John. Right. Uh, what first should thing, I be doing? First thing I would say is read your book. Corporate security oh, translator. Come on. <laughs> come on, man. No. Second thing would be read, read your read, range card for life. Read, yeah. Okay. yeah. But the third yeah. thing, the right. third thing, I think I would tell them is, and it sounds funny, what is it you want to be? John, now? I'm not paying for you. No. Yeah, I'm not paying for for the the, the corporate security. No, no. The oh. corporate security translator, or so you want to get into corporate security. Okay. How do you? Okay. All right. I, One I, thing. Okay. Part of it is, and it. As usual, it's never one yeah. thing. Yeah. Part of it is, and I actually spoke to a police officer over the last weekend. I was telling about yeah. in Kansas City. And I said, here's the question you have to ask yourself at least a year or two out, if you can. What is it you want to be now, Peter Pan? Peter Pan. Because Peter Pan, the Lost Boys, Peter Pan wouldn't grow up. Should I mention a company that I worked for for... 21 that's years, on you. This is your podcast. I'm, <laughs> I'm not living, doing it. I'm living your world. I'm not doing but it. If, but if you think about it is, what what do you want to go do? Yeah. Because everybody's, I'm, you know, what like, is it what you want to well, do? Like, what are you passionate about? Yeah, what are you passionate about? What is it you want to do? Okay. So if, if you're like, you know, I've, I always wanted to be a welder, man. I want, I love working with my hands. Then I would suggest go do that. Yeah. Initially year too. make a small living at it you might make a great living at it because we need good trades yeah but go do that oh god the trades right now suffer exactly so or a lot of times understand this you're not going to jump from where you are here immediately to where i might be or where you might be the levels yeah 
and you have to be honest with yourself. And sometimes, so I always say, what is it you want to do? Well, I don't know. Well, I can't really help you. You want to be a pirate? You want to be a, do you want to be a pirate? I, I always thought it was cool. Arr. I just don't want to have the hook thing. It wouldn't right. work with sushi. Right. Um, Though Peter Pan, you know, versus yeah. the remember the there you Captain go. Hook. But, but if you think about it, what is it you want to do? What, yeah. what, what are no. your leanings toward? What is your and you, it's surprising when a lot of they get this look and they go. What are you passionate I didn't really think about? about that. I don't know. Well, think about it. Yep. Especially when you get two or three years out. Like I tell people, do you want to stay in where you're at? You want to stay in Ohio? You want to stay in New Mexico? You want to stay in New York? You want to stay in Cal? Do you want to stay there or do you want to go somewhere else? Yep. Because here's the other thing, you may find that dream job. And uh, I live I live in Kansas City now, as, as you're aware. And I find that dream job, but it's in Montana. Are, you got to have some questions answered. Are you? I love Montana, though. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Are you willing to move there? Yeah. Will you be willing to move for that yep. job? Will your family be Are willing, you willing to, to move? Are you willing to move there? Montana. The Yellowstone, okay. Oh, absolutely. How about Alaska? But it's, but it's what you're saying. Yeah. It's, it's, These are things look, you have to transition. Think about. What are you passionate about? Yes. And does it even yes. have to be corporate security? It doesn't. No. And does it, I just did another one the other day. It was somebody that, that did like 10 years, 12 years, 15 years, or whatever in the middle there. And I'm like, you got so many years left. And I even said, do you have that gung-ho, kick-down doors thing? And right. I said, right. do you know how many law enforcement, like... How many police departments and sheriff's departments right. are dying for people right now? They're dying. They're dying for. Is that what you're passionate about? Right. Because if that's what you're passionate about, there you then go. That's good too. Yeah, I was uh, actually in the airport. Flights got delayed. Everybody's standing around. Oh, how you doing? I can't believe this. And I ended up talking to this young lady, and her husband's a former marine. He's been out about a year and a half. Yep. And he was a door kicker. And she said, he is struggling so badly. And, and I said, I get it. I said, but here's some things. I said, just because you kick open a door every time does not mean it's a door that should be kicked open or that every door needs to be kicked open. Because once you get in the civilian world, every door does not need to be kicked open. Or has the right to or be has, <laughs> And there's sometimes you have to knock, you have to knock on the door. Announce. Announce who you are. Announce. Say, I'm, I'm here to work with your company, work for your company to make it better. You know? And she's like, I never thought of telling him that. I said, well, you can tell him that. But this is a perfect example. And for a lot of the folks yeah. coming out of the military and law enforcement, that first year is so hard because it is... But it's the, critical to your the transition. The light switch goes off. It's critical. Or Those who can move... Yeah, those who can shift faster. Yeah, a lot of times. And I, I told one guy, um, I think it was like two, three weeks ago. We we're talking about it, and he said, "Well, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting out. I'm 25 years in. I'm." I said, do you, "I said, do you have enough vacation?" He goes, "Oh yeah, I'm maxed out. I got like 90 days. You know, I bought." Yep. I said, "Take two months off." I said, "Go for a hike. Walk around. Walk your dog if you have a dog." Do these things. He's like, well, no, I got to get to work. I said, first off, you're on vacation. You're getting paid. I said, second off, I said, you need time to decompress and study these people. And here's the hardest. Here's a real tough thing with cops. You're as you're a former police officer. You know this. Yep. I need you to move over there now. Oh, okay. I'm moving. 
What are you doing in the civilian world? You just say, hey, I need you to do this. I need I you to move over there now. I ain't doing it. Not my no, bad. No. Or right. you know what the other right. thing, too, is? Not my job, man. What do you mean it's not your job? We're, yeah. we're all here together. I yeah. don't get paid for that. And that's another thing. That that was shocking to me when, hey, what, what, why are you cleaning that up? Well, because we spilled it. We got to clean up. That's not your job. We have people to do that. Yeah. And it's really it's, compartmentalizing. Uh. And it's, there's so many little aspects to it, which is why, you know, your book, and I hate to go back, like your book really says think about these things, do these things. Yeah. My book says set the goals and take which the steps. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to your book right now. I think uh, we'll get as a to matter it. In, we're going to kick it off. But and we'll get to it here's in December. The thing. Look, everybody, yeah. Yeah. We, we got we got a long time to go. As a matter of fact, we need to break down into very specific topics when oh. I'm talking to you, John, because we could go anywhere. But here's the thing. So if you're thinking about transitioning right now, John, is a, he's here to help. He's here to help. Reach out to him on LinkedIn or whatever the case may be. I'm on LinkedIn. Yeah. He's here to help. So let's go. But, but listen, this is it. Your range card for life. Let's transition to this thing. Okay. Your range card for life. So we started, we talked a little bit about You know what's it. cool about the title? Yeah. It's your range card. It's not mine. No. It's your range it's card. Your, that's exactly it. So when I when, when you go through, and I and I know you've, you've already read it in different things. <laughs> I might have been I, one of the first ones to read it. <laughs> one of the cool things about it is, and I tell people, with all the different techniques I'm showing you and all the different things, Use a little from each one. You don't have to use just this one. Yeah. Literally pick and choose out of that that buffet what might work for you. Buffet. Yeah. Buffet. That's buffet. that's French. So um, the standard range card yes. I thought was interesting uh, piece of it. And it's about collecting data, put them in a place to where it, it fits within the card. Yep. And maneuvering yourself and maneuvering yourself around that. Yes. So yes. there's a lot of good things. So tell me a little bit about that part okay. in itself. So, so how did that come to be? You, Why did you want to shameless, put in the book? Shameless plug, if you buy the book, and I hope you do, and I hope yeah, you read absolutely. it and enjoy it, you'll see a uh, standard military range card in there. And you can Google your range card for life and find it, and you can also Google a standard military range card. And what it is is when you get in a fighting position or a position, um, and it's everything from your 10 o'clock to your 2 o'clock and you're 12. It's kind of like what you can see in front of you. Yeah, what you see in front of yeah. you. So what do you see in front of you? You see trees and obstacles and rocks and different things. You kind of fill it in and then you estimate how far out is that. And then what's interesting is the person to your left and to your right is doing the same thing. So as you're doing that and in life and what the book says, okay, now... I'm going to have to walk this path. Yeah. I have to figure to the goal and the objective. There's a part in there, find your magnetic north or your true north. What is that for you? You know? What is that for you, your true north? Yeah. What does that look like for you? That's your internal clock, you things one? like that. Yeah. And then, hey, hold on. Can I get you another drink, no, John? I'm, I'm quite well. It's, it's at that time. I'm good. I am so good. All right. So, so anyway, um, now I have to walk this path. So... Do I want to walk into a big boulder? Yeah. I could. I could. Well, but now I got to go through it, around it, over it, under. Somehow I got to figure that out. And there's something in there that we call dead space. And that's things that I see in front of me, but I can't see what's there. Like behind that rock, I can't see what's there. So that could be some dead space. Now, the person to my left or right, they may see what's there, 
So they're the ones who are going to help and cover me. These are your allies. These are your coworkers, your mentors, your friend, uh, your family who can you can bounce those ideas off of. Yeah, there it is. Well, I got it right here. I, trust me, I, I know <laughs> I where they you. are, man. So as you move along, you say, okay, this rock is 500 meters out. You know, this rock starts telling you, when I get there, you. what do I need to do? How do I have to get there? And you just start making the list of how you're going to do all these things. And oh, by the way, what do I need to get there? What, what's in my yep. pack? What's in my backpack? My sack? My bag? And what's in all those different things? I need food. I need water. But in the civilian world, yeah. do I need a skill set? Do I need, if the job says I need one year experience in this field, well, guess what? I need one year experience in that field. So how do I get it? Yeah. I've got to be in that field for one year. Yeah. Then I can apply positions up. And then it's how you go. And then finally, you're going to get toward your objective, your goal. And then you stop. You should look back behind you and say, did I take the best route? As you're going along the route, is this where I need to be? Uh, I talk about target reference points, things like that, which or or in the civilian world are like for time. If I need a two-year degree or I'm going to do these different things, how do I do that? Am I on track for that? What do I need for it? For financing, for money? Um, do, I, do I have to leave the state for a special school? What are things I have to do on that? When this is all laid in front of me, then I can look at things with, a, with clarity and of thought. I can look at it with specificity of action and yes. how do I want to get to it. I, so every single thing about the card itself yep. and how it's, for me, it's like this visual tool. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm a visual kind of guy. Yeah. But if I can, I can visualize and then I can write down. I'll tell you, in college, what I used to do, I used to listen, take notes, take notes, go home, rewrite my I notes. had to do the same thing. If you re- could see some of, okay, so at the risk, I always have another thing called, let's whiteboard that shit. Oh, <laughs> Well, and, and I drove my coworkers crazy. Damn, you're reading crazy. my damn mind. But so it's the same thing. It's the problem. same thing as a rage card. But John, you, I squiggle on a on a whiteboard, and there's times I will go back and go, "What what did I write there?" You're but reading if I my take mind. That time, but if you do that, one thing I like about the range card, one thing I like about a whiteboard, one thing I like about making a list is you will see the gap. Yeah. How do I get from A to B to C to D? How do I do that? Is it time resource? Do I have the the things I need to do? Is it training? All these yeah. different things. Yeah. I do this. I do the whiteboarding yeah. and I do range carding at work constantly. When I yeah. first started doing it, my coworkers would sit, and you could just see them going, "What is he doing now?" Yeah. I used to work with a guy named Jeff. Jeff. Yes. Was that his real name? Or that you, was his real name. You, no, Jeff. Name. Okay. And they used to say, "If you get Jeff near a whiteboard, he starts twitching and shaking." And I used to laugh about it. But he made magic on the whiteboard and ah, on the range card. Okay. And the joke at my work now is you get John near a whiteboard, he starts twitching and shaking. You know, but it's true. You start looking at things and you draw them out. Because yeah. a lot of people try to do it in their head, which is okay for small things. But on complex things, dealing with your life, dealing with your transition. How many years out do I need to start thinking about it? Yeah. Do I have financing I need to take yeah. care of? Do I want to pay off my house? Do I yep. want to pay off my car? Yep. Do I... Uh, want to continue working because kids are in school, they're going to graduate. All these things, you write them out and you put them down, and it allows you to start seeing with a clarity of thought and a mind's eye to say, that's not really important right now. Yeah. I can put that over here. 
That one has important. I'm going to put a star. I mean, move it over here. And then slowly that plan, very slowly, will come together into actionable items. So, so I agree with the range card. Exactly what you said. Good. Set you up for success. It's almost like writing a book. And you did. Set you up for success, which is incredible. And then you go into, within a book, you ready? The peripheral vision, competition, evaluation, the PVEC. Uh, the PVC. You really like that one, don't you? Well, I, I can't even say it right. But, I mean, so the idea of how it came about and how it translates into right. what you do in everything world, how you break it down in the okay. book to me is also pretty awesome. Oh, so, thank you. And anybody can use it. Yeah. Tell me more about that. Okay, so that came about. Um, that's a military technique I, I actually came about with kind of on my own. So I was teaching uh, some weapons manipulation drills to these folks. It was a shotgun drill. And they were accomplished marksmen. But because of the way the platform was laid out and the study was laid out, you had to do this, you had to do this, you had to load, you had to do all these different things. So you have to do each person individually. Then I put them up three next to each other. One, two, three. These guys were good. And I said, okay, I read the task. Here's what you have to do. Here's the standard and the the timeline, blah, 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 yada, 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 Um, which is a New York thing, yada, 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 or blah, blah, blah. I'm not, either way. So so I said, (laughs) okay, I said, go. And they were making mistakes. And I'm like, okay, okay, wait, wait, start again. Okay, maybe I wasn't clear. Reread everything. And action, begin, go, click, you know, make a mistake. And I said, okay, wait, stop. I said, you do it. Perfect. Right, now you do it, number two. Perfect. Number three, now you do it. Perfect. What, what's going on here? So I had them do it again. They made some mistakes. And, I, and then it dawned on me. They were so focused on the person to their left and right and what that person was doing and trying to get ahead of them or be better than them, they were making mistakes. Peripheral, vision, competition. Uh, so when I talked him down and said, stop. Yep. And that's, that's what distracts us. I want to go do these things, but I notice my friends over here doing this. Wait, well, squirrel, what? Yeah. So you get distracted. You get distracted, you're unsuccessful. You're unsuccessful, you beat yourself up. We are, yep. wor- we are the worst. Yep. And that's another thing, military transition and police transition, it's tough. If something doesn't go right or there's a failure or a no-go or do not pass, we beat ourselves to death. Yep. And in the civilian world, they go, well, what did we learn from this? Let's go back and learn. And in the peripheral vision competition evaluation, it's basically you focus on you. Your goal is in front of you. Carlos, your goals are not in front of me. They're in front of you. Right. My goals are in front of me. Other people's goals are in front of them. So if you focus on your goal, don't get distracted by the things on your left and right. Be aware they are there. Right. But stay focused on your goals. Awesome. And that's not to say you're so singular focused, the building's on fire, everything's going crazy. It's like you're aware of things. And in the corporate world, be aware of who's to your left and right. Be aware around what's happening to you. Have the pulse of the office. Understand the environment. You know, it's like the classic thing in, you know, the force. There's a disturbance in the force. Is that disturbance? Is that thing Does that on your to do exactly with what you're doing? You should be focused on Is it going on. to impact on you? Man, I if, love if, it. If the company's going through 
uh, a new upgrade in their yep. technology. Will that new computer, that new program impact yep. you? Yep. Well, you may not know. So what do you have to do? You have to pull yourself back, go find that individual, talk to the people and say, well, what's the impact to my project? Yep. What's the impact to my goal? Yeah. And and it may be no impact or it might be, oh, yeah, this, this is really going to impact. I love... God diggity dog. So so here, here's another one. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I know this from my law enforcement, the OODA loop. Oh, the OODA loop. You know, for my, for my law enforcement cheers. days. Yeah, cheers. For my, you know, law enforcement days, I knew. I, I tell you what, you want to. Yeah. It's like this tunnel vision. Yeah. Right? But in, in life and career and everything else, what, how, does so that, how does that translate Right, into so, the civil, uh, uh, well, I don't want to call it this again, everybody. Corporate, corporate. Because you, well, but no, no, but I don't even. You, you learned this in the military world. You know, a lot of people in the military. I'm guessing this is a total guess. You learn all this great stuff, right? And then you leave, and it's, and you forget that you had these ways of dealing with yeah, yeah, things yeah. that you can still use in the civilian life. So yep. you know, let's let's t- talk about all these different things. There he is. Are you he in? Goes. We're You're back. In? We're back. Yeah, he's back. Right? He's back. The the uh, the uh, associate producer, assistant yeah, the producer. associate producer. I like hey. the angle. I like the angle. Yeah, yeah. So, so tell me, you talk to me a little bit about the OODA loop, and then we're gonna go to the another O, you know that that's that's next. But tell me how that works. Okay, the OODA loop um, was designed or thought through or developed years and years ago, I believe an Air Force fighter pilot figured it out, observe, orient, decide, act. Mm -hmm. And basically, when you're flying a jet and you're in a dogfight or you're anything like that, you're constantly observing, orienting, deciding, and it's, it's, it's microseconds, it's happening, it's happening. Right. And if you can disrupt your adversary's loop, you can beat them. Right. You can beat them. So if you want to hoot, after you Google your range card for life and see that, Google OODA loop and click on images. And people have taken this to the stratosphere, okay. like to the point where I find it confusing. I'm not a smart man, you know. I'm a knuckle dragger, but I found the world needs knuckle draggers. So in the OODA loop in, in corporate is the same thing. Observe what's in front of you. What What is it? How do they... How do things happen around you? And it's a constant thing. I'm not right. saying sit at your desk or your cubicle right. or whatever, and you're con- you're doing this, you're doing this. No, it's observe what's around you, orient to your environment. You know, make decisions based upon that. And then the the tough part of everything that we always talk about is act. The hardest thing in a lot of ways is taking that big step. And it, it's like that movie Flashdance. Remember when she said, how did you, oh, it's a great movie. How did you do that? I did this, did this. You know, Is Flashdance? Yep. I'm a maniac. Oh, you're a maniac. maniac on the floor? Michael Simbora. Come on. Michael Simbora. Oh, I used to, oh, I had the moves. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but the thing is when she talked to the guy who owns his company, how did you do this? How did you do this? Yeah. In, in a way, it's almost like writing when you wrote your book. When I wrote this, I had everything done. But until those fingers start hitting the keyboard, you act. Don't be afraid to act. Yeah. Don't be afraid to fail. And this is the other thing with cops. Cops hate failure because it just doesn't work. Yeah. Same thing in the military. I, we're not yeah. designed to fail. 
and we fear it, sometimes to the point of inaction, well, then what happens is for the corporate world, you have to act or you'll get eaten alive by your competition. And even in your own projects, your own world, your things like that, you know, orientate what's in front of you. Observe what's going on around you. Make decisions. And here's the other thing, too. You make them not in a vacuum, but 90% of the time, and you know this, you make it with your team. Here's guys, gals, let's go to the whiteboard. Let's go to the range card. Here's what we need to get done. Here's the time frame we need to do it. What's this going to look like for us? How are we going to do it? What's this? So we're observing, we're orienting to our environment, we're making decisions, and we're going to act upon them. Agreed. And then you act. You're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this, we're doing this. We're all doing this together. And in the end, classic thing is the lessons learned, or the hot wash, or the, the after hot action wash, review. The after action report. Yeah. Sure. All yeah. those things. And what is ARs, man. Yeah. And what is it? We did this well. We did this really good. We did. We need to work on this. And then it's the classic. What would we have wanted to know more of? Okay. To get to get a yep. better result. So. Agreed. Here it is. Okay. The Okoka. Now this is new to me. I don't even know what the hell this is. Observation Okoka. cover obstacle key terrain avenues of approach. Yep. Is that what is it? Okoka. Okoka. I, I thought for a second there was some kind of native uh, um, American it, language. It probably was at some point. But, and I, I, but, I, but I take the Okoka, and I yep. run with it, man. Well, it's it's it, as you go down the line, yep. And you you read about each one, and it it's funny, but they the all the themes in this book, all the techniques, just kind of ch- are the same, but they change the different words and the way to approach it. Well, you know. What are your avenues of approach? No, but so exactly. Okay, okay. So don't please don't go any further. Here it is. Okay. Primary alternative contingency. Pace. So if you think and it's about not just it, a salsa. If you think about, yeah, right. That's true. If you think about it, how many people are going to into business and thinking, man, I want to buy a house. I need to know the primary, the alternative, and the contingency approach. The beauty about your book is that you break those down. Hey, think about these things as you're going. That, that's the biggest thing that I've noticed. It's it's like the, the, the start of the book is plan the plan. Yes. Plan the plan. Think about it. What is it you want to do? What is it you really want to do? What is the goal? What is the objective? What is it you, where does it you want to be? How do you want to plan the plan? Yeah. And as you, as you plan it, it'll start filling itself in. And then you identify the gap. What is it you need? What is it you want to be able to do there? How does it you want it to look? Then you have your primary way to get there. P. I agree. What, and if that doesn't work, what's the alternate way to get there? And this is the high-end recording that we do out here. Okay. And we're recording as we're going, John. Oh, all right. That's how we're doing. The phone died. I wore out a phone. The other phone. That phone. Oh, yeah, man. These things are like 1080p these days, but not that guy. That okay. guy. That guy. <laughs> so so then, you, then you have if the primary plan changes or there's something that shifts on it, what's your alternate plan? It's based on the primary plan. few things happen. Then you have your contingency plan. Things are changing. And then finally you have the emergency plan. Everything collapsed around you. I recently had a really good friend of mine. As you know, I, I just recently moved 
I was trying to figure things out. I'm sitting, I'm talking to him like, Anthony, I can't get my head around this. And he's like, plan the plan. I said, excuse me, what? Plan the plan. He looks at me and goes, John, follow your own advice. Plan the plan. Plan the plan. He goes, just adapt. You know how to do this. Find your new plan. Find your primary. And I looked at him and I went, son of a gun, you're right. I, I I went back to my hotel room that night and I started thinking about my plan. I had allowed the circumstances to overwhelm me, to overcome me. I didn't even think about my book. I didn't think about anything in there. And it took a coworker, who's that? The person on my left or right to go, John, plan the plan. And you know what? He was right. I, 100% I him, right. I said, Anthony, you're right. 100% right. I saw him recently, and he said, you, you're calmer. And I said, I have a plan now. And one good thing about a plan in life and anything is it gives you a sense of calm, a sense of reinsurance. I have a plan for this. Now, it may not always work perfectly, but I got a plan. And the plan can't be, I'm going to be a millionaire. No, that's the goal. Come on. Well, if, if the Powerball hits tomorrow, I'm going to be you know, a billionaire. Yeah, man. In <laughs> California, I think it's $1.2 million. It's almost oh, $2 billion. Oh, Lord So Jesus. if they call Lord the numbers Jesus. in the next 20 minutes and I win, Lord, I'm just, cutting this interview short. Yeah. I'm it. Peace. Well, then before we do that, let's okay. get to the page. Okay. Primary alternate contingency emergency plan. And, yes. Uh, you covered that in the book as well, and you turned it into kind of, again, the life aspect. How do right. we you know, take this and turn it into an approach into personal life? So tell okay. me, John, I tell me about barbecue. that. Well, look. We got like five minutes left, man. So, so <laughs> anyway, I used it as like you, you're planning this night's barbecue for your yep, family. Yep. You did out your range card. You talk. You got the chairs. You got some tables. You got the grill going. Everything's happening. The storm comes in. Oh my God! You're you're held up at the store. You can't get the hot dogs. This is your everything went to crap. Your plan went out the window. So then you hit the the emergency plan. Yeah. And I I think I say it in there. Break out the Ritz crackers, the jam and the jelly. Turn on the radio, because if the goal of everything was to have a good time with your family and friends, they can wait for you to come home. <laughs> and you know, I agree. You, you Andy sound, Griffiths you sound told like my us wife years right ago. Now, man. Andy Griffiths told us years ago. Mmm, that's a Ritz cracker. Yeah. <laughs> and now so, I'm dating myself. You did. Yeah. Well, you did. <laughs> well, you are 22, and uh, in, was, in my heart, was, um, I'm 22. Yeah, yeah. My lower back tells me I'm not. Uh, look, everybody, you got to do yourselves a favor because. If you don't pick up your range card for life, regardless if you're transitioning, you're transitioning into life into something else, you're trying to figure out a plan through, throughout an issue or a problem or what's going on in your life, or almost anything whatsoever that has to do with the last word here, life, uh, this is you know, it. You just John, hit on something, and I, I guess it takes a while for, for, as we go through life. It's transitioning. Are you transitioning from high school to college? Are you transitioning from junior high to this? Hopefully there's things in that book that will help you. The techniques, John. The techniques that, that will help you not make this transition so daunting. You know, you're going from college or you're moving to a new city or a new state. Yeah. You know, plan the plan, right? Look, you have the range card. Yes. You have the PVC. Yes. You have the OODA loop. Love that OODA loop. I like the Okaka. There you go. Okaka. I'm going to we used to call it a coca, but that's okay. Uh, all right. Pace planning. Yes. 
We didn't even cover the the Met TCP. Which we're not, no, no, we're gonna. <laughs> we'll get another. Trust, yeah, we'll, we'll get another, another one, one on this. But something that you always, always, I know you preach to me, you preach to everybody. Or you always mention we're talking about risk in a situation. What's going on? Okay. The task condition standards. Yep. How to approach that and how to audit what's going on in your life. You cover all, man, in this easy to read book. Um, Thank you. That I think it's incredible. It's um, it's it's well written to the point for people like me that are like, "Hey, man, I don't need fancy words. Just give me give me straight up." I actually you know, I had someone tell on. me one day, uh, a friend, you know, in shameless self promotion, yeah. and you know this, you send it out to all your friends and family. Hey, check this out. You know, if you if you buy it and you like it, tell everybody else. So hopefully this will. But a buddy of mine reached back to me and said, said, dude, he said, I felt like I was sitting right next to you having a beer. And we were talking about this. That's thing. Exactly he said, I could, he said, I could see, he said, this was probably one of the best yeah. ones I ever read. He said, he said, you know what? Reading it was not yeah. a chore. That's exactly he it. He said, I read it within like in an hour and a half. Yeah. And I said, well, do me a favor. Go back and read again. Tell me if I left anything out. Yeah. You're so. just reading it. And that's it. Like I'm having a conversation with John. That's, I hope so. That's how, yeah, well, that's exactly it. So, look, everybody, pick this up. Like, subscribe, find John on LinkedIn. Yep. Talk to him about this, you know, the, the range card for life and everything else that's going on in his life. He'll be able to help you through whatever. Outstanding Absolutely. mentor, outstanding uh, speaker, talker. Make sure you get him on your, on your, or, or, or your, your speaking. Uh, Whatever it is that you're trying to put together with a bunch of speakers, what, what is that thing <laughs> called? Like your your speaking um, rendezvous? Like no, I'm going to let you keep going. You're yeah, doing great. Just get John going. <laughs> so, but John, thank you for your time. Always We're hanging calls. out here, man. You came out to my hotel. I did, uh, and and I appreciate that. And we I've, set up I've a floor. Stayed up. Oh my god. Oh lord. Way Who stays past. Up this yeah. Late? Well, way past your bedtime. I and, did this uh, for you. And we're doing it right here in the lobby. We got some lighting going on. We got some assistance right there. Thank you, sir. Thank I appreciate you. Very much. you. And uh, so that's it, everybody. So pick up uh, your range card for life. It's going to break down a bunch of different ways on how you can deal with life, life issues, preparation to something, preparation to your next task, preparation to the next career, your transition. I mean, there's so many things that covers in this book in a very simple way that it's just incredible. Pick it up. You need it. You can have it. John, any last words from the transition into the book, into uh, everything we're, I, we just said? One, I, I hope if you buy it, and I hope you do, you get something from it. Um, I hope that it message me. Let me know on LinkedIn if it if it helped you, hurt you, threw you off to the side. But my biggest thing is is live, laugh, love. Yes. Live a great story. And I've learned this over time. Be kind to yourself because it. We all make mistakes. We all do things. We all get to our point in life. However, we got there. And sometimes we're our toughest, toughest critic. Yep. And that's okay to a point. But in the end, be good to yourself, and you'll find out you can be good to other people. Be that's positive. It. That's it. Live a great story. Yeah. So from the corporate security translator, uh, Mr. Carlos Francisco, the author of So You Want to Get Into Corporate Security, hanging out with John. So you, you always say your last name, which is always funny, Riot. Riot. Yeah, and I always say Riot as well, but 
No, you said you said it differently before. There's all it. It depends where I'm at. I, yeah. the, the only one I never got was, uh, I'll say her name because she's passed on. Was Sister Catherine called me Ritz, Ritz. Mr. Ritz, and that's John the only Ritz. one in all my life I couldn't figure out. So hey. it's Riot, Riette, Riote. Hey, go enjoy. get Mr. Riote. Go get his book. That's what you need to do. So thanks, John. I appreciate you once again, Thank buddy. You. We'll catch you next time. Huh? We'll see you guys later, Corporate Security Translator, and we're out. See out. ya. Bye.